What a true song. Anywhere is home. If Christ, my Lord, is there. You know, the beautiful thing about that is, you know, Christ isn't going to hang out at the wrong places. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, wherever Christ is, it's, it's a good place to be. That's right. We can remember that you in doubt of whether I should go somewhere or be somewhere. Just ask yourself, is this a place Jesus would hang out at? Amen. You said, no. Well, you shouldn't either. Amen. Not professing the name of Christ. Because we are Christians, right? right. It's good to be back before you this evening. Amen. And got so many complaints about my short lesson this morning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But love is a powerful thing. And if you give me a few moments, I just want to build just a little bit more on that subject matter of love. Because love has everything to do with everything about us. Love has everything to do about God. Because God is love. And we are commanded to love as he first loved us. I believe that's fair. That's a fair deal, folks. And what I want to share this evening is in the outline this morning, we were talking about replacing in 1 Corinthians 13. If you substituted Christ uh, for love, we find out a lot about Christ. Suffers long. If I can't attest to Christ long-suffering about anybody else. I know how long-suffering he was and still is about me. I don't have to use you. I know how I used to be. I know what he saved me from and out of. And I know how he still puts up with me. And it takes a long-suffering God to do that. I'm talking about me. You can look at it from whatever perspective you choose. But I could talk about me and I won't get mad with me. Is that alright? And we, we also made this even more personal. While we can see that in Jesus about him suffering long and all of those wonderful traits about love. You and I are followers of Christ. We're Christians. So substitute the word Christian throughout the entire list. And you find Christians suffer long. Supposed to. Christians, they're kind. They do not envy. Don't supposed to. They do not boast. And on and on. Now, what we find out is love is about action. Amen. Not just talk. People, anybody can talk a good talk. Let me say that again. People can talk a good talk. But love is more than talk. It is action shown. 
First John 3, 18, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Not just a matter of showing some action, but it has to be truthful actions. Yeah. You have to be for real about what you do. See, you could do, you could do good. I'll give you a perfect example. You could give when the offering comes around. But if you don't give according to the right spirit, you haven't given in love. Amen. The Bible said, don't give out of necessity. Don't be what? Don't give, don't be what? Don't give grudgingly. Now, you, you could drop $500 off in here and you will say, well, man, oh, shoot. That, that, got to be, that got to be good. You dropping that much? No, not necessarily. When you align it with the truth. Because you have to ask, why am I giving it? And what spirit am I giving it? What are my motives behind the giving? Now, we, we don't stand and ask that question to people, but God knows. I'm just using an example. What we do and actions have to be in truth. My giving should be because I love God. And this is just a small way that I can show as it is commanded of me to give back. And I have to be honest about it. Not just being a showboat. Or wanting to be seen or wanting, wanting to be known as a, a big hitter. Right. There's only one big hitter in the Lord's church. Amen. And he's sitting at the right hand of God right now. Amen. We don't need any other big hitters in the church. So, dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Now, let's forward our attention over to John 14. There may be some, when you talk about putting yourself in 1 Corinthians 13, about suffering long, being kind, does not envy. Well, I'm not Jesus. And you don't know the people I know, and you don't know the people I have to deal with and put up with. No, I don't. But Jesus does. And not only that, verse 15 says, if you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. So if I truly love the Lord, I'm going to do what the Lord's word command me to do. I'm going to possess and demonstrate the characteristics that I should be in a loving Christian. Let me read this again. If you love me, this is Jesus, keep my commandments. So you go back to the question, you say with your lips, I love Jesus, but your actions say no. Well, there's a problem there. Because Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commands. Where's the option? Where's the option? Let's keep reading. And I will pray to Father. And he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, 
whom the world cannot receive. Why can't the world receive? Because the world is in darkness. And the world hate light. The world hate the truth. Because it sees him not, neither knows him. But you know him. For he dwells with you. And shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while. And the world sees me no more. But you see me. Because I live. You shall live also. At that day. You shall know that I am in my father. And you in me. And I in you. What a fellowship, huh? He who has my commandments, listen to this. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he is, I'm, I'm sorry, he it is who loves me. Ooh, 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 ooh. That stands to be read again. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Let's park at verse 21 for a moment. He who has my commandment. Do we have his commandments? And keeps them. Do we keep them? Some say yes, some say mm, sometimes some just won't say anything at all. But Jesus says and keeps them he it is who loves me. So he didn't say he who sometimes keeps my commands. He didn't say he who thinks about keeping my commands. He said he who what? Keeps my commandments. So is there any room to negotiate? You either keep them or you don't. Well, Jesus said, if you don't, and he who loves me, well, and he who loves me shall be loved of my father. Right? And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. If I don't keep his commandments, I can't proclaim. Well, I can, but I'll be lying. I can't truthfully say I love him. Because go back to verse 15. Jesus said what? If you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. That's a condition there. If. If. So we have a choice, a free will choice. We can, we can uphold what we speak in truth by being obedient and keeping his commandments. Or we can be a liar and say one thing and our actions do something different. I'm not calling anybody a liar. I will allow the word of God to say it. And really that's what it all boils down to. Because Christians suffer long. 
Christians are kind. Christians do not envy. Christians do not boast. Christians are not proud. Christians are not rude. Christians are not self-seeking. Ooh, I love that. Christians aren't trying to make a reputation for themselves. You have the greatest reputation in the world. You're a Christian. Think about what that really means. I know the world has slandered that word, but I'm talking about spiritually and how God looks at the word. I'm a Christian. I don't need to be self-seeking trying to establish anything of myself because I don't even exist anymore. When it comes to the picture of serving God, if I'm self-seeking, that means I'm stealing something from God. I can't give God all of his glory if I'm seeking to establish something about me. You know what I love about the ants? And you all know my stories about ants. But you know what I love about ants? They're some workers. The word of God said, consider the ants. Ants work. The Bible said ants don't have overseers. They don't have, I've never seen an ant stand out to the side and say, They know their role. And their role is to find food, bring back to the colony, keep the queen fed, and then you have some that are what soldier ants, they protect. And they will lay down their lives in protecting if somebody tried to intrude that mound. I said all that to say this. No ants are looking for Looking to build a reputation for himself. They work together. They know their role. In Christ, everything about me should be about glorifying the Father. Not being out to seek something to build a name for myself. Because a Christian is not self-seeking. According to the Bible. A Christian is not easily angered. A Christian does not keep record of wrong. A Christian does not delight in evil. A Christian rejoices in truth. A Christian always protects. A Christian always trusts. A Christian always trusts. Love always trusts. We don't serve a God who's sometiming. We don't serve a God who's one way today and another way tomorrow. That more, that more or less describes us. Wishy-washy. Sometime. You know, sometime we come to service, sometime we don't. You know, sometime we'll support the church, sometime we won't. Depending on if I'm mad, depending on if you made me feel good, or depending on what the preacher preached about, or maybe the song leader didn't sing the song I asked. The Bible says love always trusts. Christians always trust. 
and Christians should be consistent. Not trusting sometime, but trusting all the time. Regardless of what I'm faced with in life. Just because I can't see or figure out how it's going to come out. What's bigger than God? Nothing or anyone, right? So I should just trust God to do what? To see me through it. So I should always be trusting. And you know how we benefit from being trusting. We benefit by growing closer in our relationship with God. We benefit by becoming stronger in our faith in God. Realizing that God can do anything he pleases. And stop cheating yourself out of blessings because you don't trust God. Christians always hopes. Christians always preserve. Persevere. I'm sorry. And Christians never fail. Brother man, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but that was Paul. <laughs> Brother Harley, don't, don't, I know in your years, don't you love it when folks come back and say, that was Paul. That was Paul. Well, let, let, me, drop, let me drop some knowledge on you. Let me drop some Jesus on you. If you love me, keep my commands. Can I drop some more? He who has my commandments and keeps them he it is who loves me. And he who loves me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judah said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words hmm. and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him he who loves me not keeps not my sayings you all hear that he who loves me not keeps not my sayings and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. So before you go talking about that was Paul. Well, that was then. Times were different. Let me tell you something. The devil was the devil back then, and the devil is still the devil today. We serve a consistent God. Same yesterday. Today and forever. God has not changed regarding how he can take care of us. We have to make up our mind. Are we going to accept what he offers and abide with him? Love is a powerful thing. 
but your lip service must match your actions. We can talk a good talk about how much I love the Lord. We can sing a lot just as well as whisper one. We could text a lie just as much as tell one. But our actions should demonstrate the same as Jesus. When we look at this, this is what we should be striving for. Right here. Not only our talk matches what he says, but our actions should confirm what we speak. Amen. And to be honest, if you're about action, there isn't much talk you need to do. Amen. Because when you, when your actions are in motion, people can see and they don't need to hear you say anything. They see what you believe and what you're convicted of through what you do. Folks, we don't need much talking. We just need more loving. Did you hear me? We need more loving. We need more loving like Jesus. We need more loving like Jesus. Not just during December. Well, it began right before Thanksgiving. And it carry on to January 1st. Then folks get back into their mood. No, we need more loving all the time. Because whether you believe it or not, God loves us every day that he wakes us up. Well, if God is loving us, how dare we renege and stop loving our fellow man. Amen. Is that alright? Today. You either love him. Truthfully. And your actions demonstrate it. Or either. You're going out line. Regardless of what you say. Your actions don't match. That's what the Bible says. If you don't keep his word. His love is not in you. If you love me, do what? And he who loves me not keeps not my sayings. So basically it just boils down to one simple thing. You do or you don't. If you do, God is pleased and he gets the glory. If you don't, shame on you. And you're cheating God. It's, it's like. It's like stealing. I. I love you. But you're so mean spirited and hard hearted. You won't love your name. You say, how terrible. It is. And God is going to judge. Right? Because we have his commandments. And, and as I said, now we know. Right? 
And now that we know, we are held accountable. Let me ask you this as I close. Consider how much energy it requires to hold a grudge. First and foremost, you, you have to purposely remember to hold it. You might go a while and even forget you're holding it. Then you say, oh yeah, I'm supposed to like that. <laughs> you, you actually have to burn energy to hold a grudge. Why not just forgive? Why not just love? And you say, well, brother, man, folks are mean spirit. Folks are low down. Like we were. See, that's how I get over my, that's how I got over mine. Every time I would like to hold a charge against somebody for being wrong, mean spirited, or low down, I just remember how I was told the Lord. Better yet, I would say I was worse. But because of his love, he spared me. Now, you think I'm going to go around wasting energy, time, and effort on purposely trying to remember what somebody did to me after what I've done to God? Nah, I'd rather let it go. Folks, when you can't forgive, that means evil has the upper hand on you. Let me break it down to you, and I know you'll understand this one. You all remember Tyler Perry, that movie? That was angry black woman. Uh, diary of a black woman. I mad black woman. Y'all remember that? I know you do. Don't sit there because you in church. I'm like, I don't like no time to <laughs> Remember when that woman was sitting there at the table for dinner after she had helped her husband, the, 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 the attorney. He had been shot and everything. And Cicely Tyson told that girl, she said, as long as you're mad, every time you get mad with him, that means he still controls you. Now, I'm not saying that's book, chapter, and verse. But I'm saying that's the truth. When somebody has that much control that you can't forgive them, evil has the better of you. When you can forgive and love and walk away. I believe you got the right connection with the Lord. But if you pride yourself on, I'll never forgive. I'll never help them again. If they were dying in the desert, I would spill. Oh. <laughs> See, that, 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 that may sound good to you and your carnal thing, but it don't please God. What pleases God is for you to demonstrate what his son demonstrated. Why he hung on the cross. 
And he said, Father, do what? Give them. For they know not what they do. That's love, folks. That's love. When God's word is bigger than you and your plan, that's love. Let it go, folks. How many more years you're gonna you're just gonna live in this stuff? People hurt me. Keep living. Some more gonna hurt you. They tried to kill Jesus numerous times, but he didn't fall into their foolishness. Fall in love with the Lord. Allow his love to control your life. To direct your steps. To show you your path. And all of this stuff you can let go. And you could really and truthfully find out what living in love is all about. Amen. Amen. Give it a try. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Now one thing I tell you. If you don't find his way. Pleasant. Or sweet. The devil will always take you back. Amen. Amen. Let's grow in love church. Not just for the season. Let's grow in love. As a way of living. You know. Christmas is going to come and it's going to come. But people are still going to need love. Holidays come and they go. Just like people, everybody get fed, everybody want to feed the hungry around Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year. But people stay hungry year round. Amen. Let's make love our life. Not a part of it, but let's make love our life. Let's be long suffering. Not envious. Let's be busy. Is that all right? Amen. Well, I'm done. Say amen. amen. <laughs> if you're here today, 